Probably the last pay-per-view of the year, at least on the main roster, the final of the big four of this year. Two war game matches, two championship matches. Returns, we don't know. We'll get into it. Let's talk about it. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Thank God First Thing Podcast. I am co-host one of one, CJ McClure. Co-host two of two, Johnny King. We got Survivor Series War Games today. Before we even started this, Johnny and I already had a disagreement. So, Johnny, you can go and open up with the women's war game match. All right, kicked off the show, the women's war game match. Uh, CJ, before we started, CJ caught me saying, I was like, that was the best match of the night. And he goes, what, the men's war games? And I'm like, no, the women's. And he's like, nah. I'm like, bro, the women's war games, the match itself was by far better than the match the men put on. Yes, we'll get into the return. That is what made the match, okay? But by far the wrestling, the spots in the women's were way crazier than the men's. There was that one. We'll get into it, but. EO jumped off. She literally put herself inside of a trash can, bro, and just jumped off the top of the cage. Like, that was, that's crazy. That was a good spot. That's that crazy. Spot. That's crazy. That's crazy. Uh, Kyrie came in. She looked good. She did some damage for a little bit. Uh, they did the quadruple, like, drop kick. That was crazy. On uh, They, like, chained up, uh, who was it, Bianca and Charlotte, I think it was, or someone. And they did, like, the quadruple drop kick on them. Um... Charlotte hit the moonsault off the top. That was crazy. Um, yeah, man. I think I think the woman put on the show, especially the open Survivor Series. I think the spots in that match, they all were cohesive. They all went together. None of them seemed too random. And yeah, man, I think the woman did great. Uh I kind of was hoping, like, I don't know how I felt about. Team Bianca, however you want to call it, team Team Becky, Team Becky, Team Bianca winning. Just because I didn't know where they were going to go in the damage control route. But now I kind of see the dissension in damage control. So I kind of see what I kind of see what they did there. So yeah. What do you think? I mean, I think they all jokes aside, they've been on a good match. I, I definitely think if you want to just split hairs and just talk about the main roster, not NXT, the main roster of what they've done so far in war games, I think this is the best women's war games match. I think this is better than last year's, in my opinion, which I'll be honest, I, I didn't think it was going to out-top last year's. I just thought for me, I, I don't know if this is a nitpick per se, I actually thought kind of like you, damage control is going to get the win just because one of two things... I didn't think that Bianca, Becky, and Charlotte were going to be able to all get along because they all had history together. And B, no disrespect to her, I thought the only reason Shotzi was in the match is because she was going to take the pinfall. Bro, can I say something? This is no hate towards Shotzi, bro. Shotzi, do not listen to me. Don't listen to people like me uh, on the internet. But I'm sorry, I just don't... I don't know. Shotzi just seemed like the odd one out in this equation. Um... Her promo on Friday was pretty like hard. It was cringe. It wasn't. It was hard to watch. People were saying on on Twitter, but I don't know, man. I don't want to. I'm not going to discredit Shotzi or anything she's done. She's still a performer. She's obviously one of the best in the world. Um, to me, she she didn't perform bad in the match. I think she did good in the match. But I just I think she 
Yeah, I think she did fine. I just, I mean, one thing I noticed though is when she was on the turnbuckle, I saw her do something like, yeah, like yeah. that, like, like calling a spot. I'm like, bro, you got to do a better job of hiding that. Yeah, I just feel like she she's obviously not on the level of a Bianca or a Charlotte or a, or a Becky or a Yo or a Bailey for that matter. But yeah, I don't know, man. That's just little. little I don't know. Shotzi, I love you. Don't don't take this, bro. Don't 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 look, take this to heart. No, uh, yeah, I mean. Everybody gets better. But, oh, yeah, I mean, like, I do think it was a good match, and I think it was a great way to open the show. I mean, hey, ladies first, am I right? I mean, thought it was a little interesting uh, when Becky and Charlotte, I guess, made amends within the match itself. I I mean, I, I'll be honest, I didn't see that coming. I mean, I wasn't like, you know, like that, but I didn't see it coming. Definitely, I think going forward, you know, damage control is going to break up. I think they're going to kick out Bailey first, or maybe Bailey will leave first. Probably the former. Yeah, I mean, I think this is a solid, solid opener. And it helps that the crowd was pretty into all the matches all night long, the war games especially. You know, an engaging crowd always helps. Mm, yeah. And, um, you know, with the return that we'll get into later, there's talks. And with and with Becky, I mean, with Bailey uh, probably going to leave damage control or get kicked out soon, there's rumors that, uh, Mercedes Monet, Sasha Banks might change her mind. There's speculation that she might end up coming back to WWE to uh, join join teams with Bailey, which I could very much see uh, in that regard. But yeah, man, um, only time will tell. This will be a crazy season for wrestling. Uh, women's War Game match, solid opener, solid opener, solid opener for sure. But I'm going to go ahead and jump the gun. We're not going to do things sequential. Talk about the return that everybody's talking about. Our truth is back, baby. The <laughs> Ruffles at. <laughs> yeah, man. Our truth back in the WWE, man. Hey, that that little uh ad, though, that joint was funny, bro. And they had Tazawa at the end. That joint geeked, bro. That joint geeked, bro. That was, I was actually, I, like, I laughed out loud in my room, like, watching that. The only good, like, actual good ad that they've done like that was when Chris Jericho and R-Truth did that payday ad on uh, Raw back in 2016, because that was actually funny. The dance I'm not saying this one was bad, just, they just tried too hard. The dance that Tozawa does, that joint kind of hard. Yeah. You know, shuffle, that joint kind of hard. That joint kind of hard. I'm glad Tozawa's got something to do. <laughs> But, but anywho, second match of the night, uh, IC title, right? I've already lost count. Um, yeah, it was either the IC or the let me look. Hold on, yeah, it was the IC title match. Okay, yeah, so we got Gunther defending against the Miz. You've always said it, you know, Miz is the gatekeeper for people to feud against. This is a dream match I didn't know that I needed, and it's a good match. I mean, I, 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 I mean, I don't want to. I don't know. Like, I, I mean, I wasn't blown away. I wasn't like completely taken back. I mean, Miz definitely had a couple moments with near falls. I like got the crowd hyped. It was kind of a kind of a clash of styles, you know, in terms of how they wrestle. But um, yeah. I mean, this just made Gunther just more credible. You know, Miz always does business. I'm not much really to say. 
Yeah, there were parts in the false finishes were good. There were parts where I was like, yo, they may throw a curveball and like give this to Miss to have him become nine time intercontinental champion. But in the back of my mind, I always knew that wasn't going to happen. But this was another feud that Gunther kind of needed to solidify his IC title reign. And yeah, man, the fact that Miz res- resulted to his heel ways to try to get the win shows that the Miz is will always be the Miz. So I thought that was pretty uh good uh part of the match. I just didn't like the ending. I don't know. I feel like Miz shouldn't have tapped. Maybe just give him. A, I don't know, bro. I didn't like the Miz tapping. I don't want the. I'm a, I'm a Miz. I like I like Miz. I don't want him to look weak. It's probably since he's one of the best IC champions of all time. Like, I didn't like him tapping to Gunther, but they want to solidify Gunther, and that's what they got to do. So, I'm not mad. Yeah, I mean, I guess Gunther doesn't really use those submission moves that often, yeah. but I guess, but I mean, I guess you could just argue that, you know, Gunther just does anything to win. He'll pull out anything out of his arsenal, you know, to retain the title. But I hear what you're saying. It's, it's usually more satisfying when you know, a wrestler wins by their finisher signature moves. Mm-hmm. For sure. Number three, I believe, was Santos yeah. Escobar versus Dragon Lee. So I had mixed feelings going into this match, just because no, nothing against Dragon Lee. You know, we talked about Dragon Lee, you know, back in No Mercy. And I mean, great, great wrestler. I love that Santos is healing now. I mean, like, he's kind of getting up there with, like, Dom in terms of how much he's being booed. I just... And I knew they I knew they would cook. I think they cooked with the most they were given. I mean, it was the shortest match of the night. I mean, so I mean that, that kind of sucked, but I just really just want to see Carlito in action, specifically in a one-on-one match. You yeah. know, I mean he's been on he's been under contract for like so long this year and just hasn't really done much. And I don't know who to blame for that. But I knew this was still going to be a good match, and it was good enough to keep me entertained. I wish it went on a little longer, but I guess beggars can't be choosers. Yeah, it was like eight minutes, bro. If you have Dragon Lee and Central Escobar in the ring, I'm expecting at least like 12, 14 minutes, hopefully like 15, 20. But, and there was only five matches. They could have if they wanted to, but I don't know. I don't know. But it was a good match. Um, Those two guys, great in the ring. I'm so happy Santos is a heel now. Uh, Santos is best as a heel. He's back to his old ways, his NXT ways. But yeah, it, it was an eight-minute match. Like you said, it was good enough to keep me entertained, but I wish they would have kept it a little bit longer. Yeah. And we have the Women's World Championship. Rhea Ripley was defending against Zoe Stark. I was fairly excited for this match. I, you know, you could see that WWE has high hopes for Zoe Stark. Again, I mean, it was good enough to keep me entertained. I don't really have that many negative things to say about it. I mean, Rio winning was the right move, unless they just want to throw a curveball, but highly doubt it. Rio will probably drop it at WrestleMania. But I think the future's bright for Zoe Stark, you know, once Rhea drops the title to whoever. And I think Zoe can hang with the best of them. Yeah, Zoe is one of the best professional wrestlers on the roster. It just comes to the fact that. I don't know. She just needs to. They just need to work on her character, hone in on her character, and once she gets that, she'll be unstoppable. I feel like in the future for sure. Definitely. Yeah. Next, men's war games match. Uh, Judgment Day versus Cody, Seth, um, Jay, Sammy, and we got a returning Randy Orton man. The Viper's back. The Legend Killer is back. He looked great, bro. Looked like he gained like 20 pounds of muscle, bro. 
He was looking crazy. They teased him not being uh, there, which I thought was crazy. Why would you announce him and then tease him? WWE just loves to troll their fans. They know what we were thinking the whole time. Just, I don't think they should have ever announced it on Raw in the first place. But then I, when they did, I was like, okay, they announced it so we would make sure we don't get our hopes up for a certain wrestler to come back, which we'll get to in a moment. Yeah. But it was still a great pop and a great moment. You could see Randy was just so excited to be back. I mean, he, he couldn't contain himself. Yeah. I mean, just, you know, just the, gah, 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 he does with hitting wow. the spike DDT and, but then when everybody did, it was just one, two, three. Yeah, I mean, he just, Brady was feeling it, bro. He hasn't missed a beat. Bro, when he gets into character, it's like a like a flip switches, bro. He He's just so captivating to watch. Like, him as the Viper is, is crazy. And then they did the, uh, they did like the, what is it, the, the five DDTs. That was crazy. Uh, Time perfectly. Yeah, it, it was just great to see him back in the ring. Great to see him back what he's doing. He hit the power slams clean. Like, he, he didn't miss a beat, man. Like, and then the, yep, the crazy spot, the craziest spot of the, one of the crazy spots of the night. They literally threw J.D. McDonald to his death. Um, And Randy Orton hit the RKO on him midair. That was crazy. That was crazy. I don't know what to say. That looked like it hurt. That's what I'm saying. Like, there's no way J.D. did not hurt after that, bro. Like, he literally, like... It was just like a free fall and just boom. But Randy Orton. On the topic of JD, yeah. he can hit a clean moonsault. Yeah, bro. JD, he's a great wrestler, bro. I was joking with my brother. I was like, his proportions are just so crazy. Like, his head is so big compared to the rest of his body, bro. Like, that's why Cody, what did Cody call him? Um, Funko Pop? Yeah, 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 yeah. But he's great, man. He's a great wrestler. Um, him and Finn are kind of the same because Finn trained him, I'm pretty sure. So they kind of have the same fighting style. But yeah, man, all those guys in the ring can go. It it was a match that kept us entertained. We saw a failed cash in attempt. Um, another one. It wasn't actually technically failed, but uh I don't think Damian Priest is gonna end up cashing that in successfully. What do you think? He he has to, man. I mean, we that was our first episode, Money in the Bank. You know, I mean, I remember we then said that this had to be successful, and I'm the only one that stud, stuck by that wants it to be successful or at least thinks it's going to be successful. I, I hope so. I And I, I really hope so. And if, if he has to hold it, if he has to be the first person to hold it for a year and then cash it in Money in the Bank next year for it to be successful, then so be it. You know, because, I mean, I do feel like WWE is in a bit of a tough spot. You know, we're going to get into the return in a minute. But, you know, we keep talking about like Gunther versus Seth Rollins at WrestleMania. But now a certain someone might be facing Seth Rollins at WrestleMania. And Seth's back. I mean, surely the man is going to get a break eventually. Whoever walks out of WrestleMania World Heavyweight Champion is going to need to keep the title for a decent amount of time. So yeah. I feel like maybe Money in the Bank next year, Damien will be the first guy to hold it for a full year. Yeah, I just don't know. I don't know. I just don't know if I can picture Damien holding that belt. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I could. I don't know, man. It's it's gonna be hard. I don't know. I feel like they just they're either teasing his failure, or they're teasing the flip of the switch and they're teasing him actually getting his successful cash in. So I don't know which way they're going to go. I don't even think triple H knows the way they're going to go. Uh, 
I don't know. Who knows, man? Uh, who knows? But yeah, men's war games match, solid, solid, solid for sure. My hot take is that this war games met the men's war games match this year is better than last year's in terms of like the wrestling and the spots yeah. itself. Yeah. I yeah. felt like last year with the bloodline in, in war games, it was too slow as far as the wrestling goes, but mm-hmm. the storyline was great. Yeah. You know, the storyline within the match. I mean, that's really what everybody cared about. Mm-hmm. But when they brought War Games back in NXT, you know, I mean, and like that was, I mean, they did both. I mean, storyline and wrestling and spots. I mean, with the Undisputed Era and Pete Dunn and Ricochet, all those guys. I mean, it's oh. fantastic. Fantastic. I feel like this men's War Games match and the women's for that matters is the best we've gotten since then for sure. of this year. Yeah, in terms of what War Games is supposed to be, a hard-hitting, action-packed match, yeah, this year's was better, yeah, for sure. So, Yeah. Elephant in the room, man. <laughs> Elephant in the room. I am a humble man to admit what I'm wrong. There was <laughs> a there was a return. Everybody knows by now. Bro, I, guys, listen, I was, like, watching it. I forgot CJ told me he was behind, bro. And I texted him. I was like, I said, holy cow, Punk is actually here. And he was like, bro, he was like, bro, chill, you ruined it. I was like, oh, no, I forgot you said you started from the beginning, bro. I felt so bad, bro. I was thinking about that when I was going to sleep at night. But then I thought, when I said that, did you actually believe me? Or you were like, I have to see it for myself. Do you? I've known you long enough when you're excited and you're being genuine. That was, it was crazy, bro. When it, what, when it happened, it didn't feel real. Like, I don't know. I didn't think, I didn't, I didn't know if it was going to happen. I didn't think Triple H had it in him to bring him back, especially on the same night Randy did. But man, am I mistaken, bro? Cause we got him, bro. We got him. Well, I'm mistaken too. You know, when we made our punk video a little while back, you know, I argued that punk was too bitter him and triple h were never gonna put water under the bridge and clearly i was wrong i mean like hunter posted coldest day in hell that they they, which you know and triple h made a good point i think i think it was in the press conference that they're different now you know i mean triple h is not the same guy he was 10 years ago so so punk at least in my opinion i don't know the guy but if you're not the same person in like in you know 10 years from now, you're doing something wrong. Yeah. I mean, and like, and they're they're probably not best buds by any means, but I mean, I think they're more mature now in different stages in their life. Like, you know, a life's too short, had something great then, got something great now. Let's make it happen. Yeah. They're they were mature, they were both mature enough to do business. Do and- business. We're going to make a separate like news video about CM Punk and everything, but there were just rumors that people were upset. I don't know how true those are. Some people say it's just uh for the storyline, and they're just saying it to get everything going for the storyline, whoever he ends up beefing with. But yeah, man, Punk is back in WWE after nine, almost 10 years, bro. Almost a decade, bro. He's back in the WWE. Yeah, bro. That's it. Yeah. Well, those CM Punk chants paid off. They did. They listened. Triple H listened. He listens to us. He listens. He gives us what we want. 
before we do close out and then we'll you know catch us in our cm punk video i thought it's so relevant to talk about this or survivor series drew mcintyre so th this is what people are getting mixed up drew mcintyre stormed out of the ring into the locker room before punk mm -hmm. came out mm -hmm. so but but nonetheless before punk or not they said that he slammed his locker room door put his hoodie on and left and it was a big enough scene for people to notice mm -hmm. And just like Seth Rollins, but we'll talk about in the next video, do we think this is a work? Is it a shoot? I don't know, especially with the rumors that were happening before Drew came back saying he was upset with creative and how the way things were going. I don't know. Maybe, maybe, I don't know. I don't know. It's hard. Um, I just don't know if he would get his hoodie and storm out if that was a work, though. Um. Like no, if 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 they had it on like camera or something, I could be like, oh yeah, it's definitely a work. But no one's no one saw it. No one. I mean, like no one has physical proof or like a video of him doing it, so it could be a work in that sense. But I don't know. WWE is a is their master manipulator, so we'll never know until someone tells us what actually happens. I mean, the fact that we're questioning if it's a work or shoot or not. I mean, that's what WWE wants. You know, I mean. Yeah. And it really is, it goes to show how good it is, whether Drew is pissed or not. Mm -hmm. For sure. But yeah, guys, that's it for the uh, War Games review slash recap. Be on the lookout for our CM Punk video. We'll talk about what's next for him. Uh, make sure to like, share, and subscribe, man. We appreciate the support. Thank God for wrestling, man. A little shorter video today, but hey. Five matches that night, a little shorter today. Just quick, brief thoughts. We appreciate you guys. Johnny couldn't have said it any better. I couldn't have said it any better. Thank God for wrestling. We'll see you all in the punk video. Peace.